This is episode 339 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Oh boy, I don't know if you're ready for this episode. What's up, everybody? My name is Bella Vasta. Today, we're talking about asking for feedback, but I actually am talking about why a lot of you don't ask for feedback. And I'm going to call you out. I don't mean any of you to take this personal. I am sitting here in my office right now all by myself. I do not have anyone in my head, but I do have these notes. And we're going to talk about the psychology of this. Because a few episodes ago, we talked about how to get feedback and how to get testimonies. I gave you scripts. I told you this is exactly what you need to say. And some of you downloaded it, but I was kind of surprised how many people didn't just take that free gift. It was like I was giving out chocolate. (laughs) I love chocolate. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you for listening to the episode. Please subscribe, like, share, share it out. Let people know you're listening to it. And this episode in particular might ruffle some feathers, but I'm okay with that. I have been put in this position to do that. Again, this is not intended for any one person, even if you think it feels like that. But remember that I can only teach what I know. And when I'm doing this and when I'm talking about this, I'm talking from experience. So why is feedback so important? As a pet business owner, you want to make sure that you're providing the best possible service and experience for your clients, right? The only way to know if you're achieving it is to hear from customers directly. And that's where the feedback comes in. Feedback's not just about creating positive testimonials like we talked about, but it's also listening to it for constructive criticism and making changes accordingly. It's a valuable tool for growth and improvement. Here I go off script again. I was doing an intensive in Seattle and it was amazing. It was such a good time. And my client kind of looked at me and she's like, Bella, pet care team training because I'm the co-owner of that. It's uh, you can train your staff in under two hours, get them pet sitting CPR and first aid certified, as well as dog walker and pets that are certified. Each one of those are two hour certifications. So for four hours, you can get them certified, which is amazing because it's the only thing out there that it will only be four hours or two hours, depending on which one you get. But she said to me, she said, you know, when I hire a bunch of people, it's expensive because it's like 150 a pop. And I was like, okay, but it's an investment. She's like, yeah, but what did you think about a subscription? And I was kind of resistant to the idea at first, but right now we're working on the tech for that. What if you could do, you know, two subscriptions, you know, you just buy two subscriptions a month on autopilot. So it's banking in your bank, right? So when you need it and when you hire, it's not an additional expense. It's something that's already been happening. And so that is my example. That's my point on why we do want to listen to our clients, constructive criticism and make changes accordingly. It's a valuable tool for growth and improvement. So today we're going to talk actually about addressing your own triggers and insecurities. I told you this is going to get uncomfortable before it gets comfortable. The infamous good girl syndrome and creating feedback loops. So here we go. Let's start with your own triggers and insecurities. Okay. So let's start by 
understanding that as a business owner, it's natural to want to do your best and provide top-notch service for your clients. Although it's important to remember that no one's perfect and mistakes happen. So acknowledging this fact can help alleviate some of the pressure that comes with the feedback. So I know that a lot of times, uh, no, I'm not even going to jump there yet. I'm not going to jump there yet. I'm going to stay on script. This is going to be so good though. So feedback can be scary, especially if you're worried about receiving negative comments. However, the constructive criticism can be a valuable tool for improving your services and growing your business. So instead of seeing feedback as a threat, I want you to embrace it. I want you to think about it as ways to identify for improvement of your business. And you can make adjustments that can lead to better customer service experience. By listening to your customer's feedback and addressing their concerns, you can build trust and loyalty because now they say something, you fix it for them. And then they come back and they're like, okay, great. They care about what I'm thinking, right? I think the deep down, and I'm going to talk about my own experience. And I think, you know, any of you guys, I'm going to be 41 in July. And I think generationally, we can all kind of relate because we were all kind of brought up roughly the same way. I was brought up in a loud, strict Italian household. And I think that I was always seeking approval as a child. Well, I know I was always seeking approval. I've done lots of therapy and inner child work. So seeking feedback from clients or I remember anytime a client would be upset at me or upset at the system or the product or whatever it was, I would instantly go into my little girl and I didn't realize it, but I would feel like my dad was like yelling at me. And I think that a lot of people bring this into business. And we never want to feel that way because we take it so personal because of our unhealed or unresolved trauma or conflicts. And so what happens is we get into this good girl syndrome. You're supposed to be a good girl. It's a term that refers to the tendency of business owners to only seek positive feedback from their customers, their desire for validation and approval. It can cause business owners to avoid asking for constructive criticism or avoid addressing negative feedback altogether because you're afraid of that. And you feel like you should be a good girl. You should not rock the boat. You should not do anything that makes people angry. So instead, we're going to just stick our head in the sand. And I know that might sound a little extreme for some, but if you really think about it, I think at least for me, speaking from my experience and a lot of my clients, that is the crux of all of it. It's not until you grow and evolve and you realize that your business isn't you. And when they're saying something against the business, they're not saying it against you. They're saying it against this entity. I mean, honestly, most of you guys are filing C-Corps or S-Corps right now. That business isn't you. That business happens, then it passes through to even your own personal taxes. Maybe that's a silly example, but that's what comes to my mind right now. So I think part of not asking for feedback is because we want to maintain this good girl image. We want to maintain that we're doing everything right. And the fear of the rejection or knowing that we're not is terrifying and debilitating. And so we just, we stay away from it. We pretend it doesn't exist. But jumpers, I want to encourage you, it does exist. And it can help propel your business in ways that you don't even realize. And so it's really important to do that. The other part to this is creating feedback loops. So Creating feedback loops is crucial for the success of any pet business. It's important to have multiple ways to collect feedback, including face-to-face interactions, online reviews, surveys. By providing different options for customers to share their feedback, you can ensure you're getting a well-rounded view of their experiences with your business. 
Now, every positive has a negative. That does not mean you need to start automating and sending people automated, hey, how was your experience with us? There's nothing more impersonal than that. And I guarantee you, you're not going to get that many responses. As opposed to if you were to create a 100-day client experience where you reach out to them personally and then give them that link. Just something to think about. Also, when we're asking for feedback, we want to ask open-ended questions and listen carefully to their concerns and provide valuable insight because it can provide valuable insight to how you can improve your services. Once you've received the feedback, it's important to take action and make changes based on it. This can help improve customer satisfaction and loyalty. Who doesn't like to know that they're listened to, right? Some example of feedback loops include after consultation feedback, where you ask clients about their experience after using your service, or systematized feedback collection, where you have the process in place to consistently collect and analyze feedback. Again, I would do this personally. So you can have your backend system. I want to be really clear about this. You can have your backend system where you're like, okay, yep, it's week four. We need to check in with Susie and Mary, right? But the way in which you do it isn't an automatic email from MailChimp, okay? It is something where you like pick up the phone and you call them or you text them personally. So you want to have it on a system, but you don't want them to feel like it's on a system. That's very, very important. The next part is listening to what they have to say. It's essential to listen to your clients and understand their needs beyond ensuring that their pets are taken care of. Ask them how they felt about your experience. Instead of just like, uh, did we do a good job? I always like to say, was everything to your satisfaction? Or if it, if it is a survey, how did it make you feel? And then let them write it in. Were they left feeling satisfied? Were there areas for improvement? Did you make them feel supported and cared for? Or were they left with lingering concerns? Were all of your concerns addressed? Were you left with any questions? Did we present everything you needed to know before you even needed to know it on a scale of one to five? In addition to actively listening to your clients and addressing their needs, you want to create the structure. And that's what I was saying. You have to create a structure for it because if you leave it up to your own devices, it is going to fail. You're not going to stay on task with it and you're not going to be asking them all the time. So you need to have a system in place. The system that you heard me talk about last episode and now again, this episode is 100 Days. If you get Joey Coleman's book, Never Lose a Customer, and he's actually coming out with one for employees, but they're like the same premise, guys. Joey Coleman came in and taught our community twice, I think now. And we did a book club on it too. But it's because it's a really important thing. It helps with company culture with your employees and it helps with customer retention. And so you can't necessarily know this information unless you know the numbers, unless you get the data, unless you ask for feedback. So don't let your own insecurities and your own ego prevent you from asking for feedback because you don't want to see anything negative or you're afraid of being in trouble. Okay. I really want you to consider why don't we ask for more regular feedback? What is in your ego that is holding you back? from being the greatest that you can. All right. I want to encourage you guys in the show notes. I'm going to put a link. I was on a coaching call this week with Tracy and she's amazing. She's so fun. I told her, I was like, you are the reason why I love coaching. You just get those clients where they execute everything and they're excited and they're soaking it all up, but they're pouring it right back out. You know, it's really exciting. And then she gave me a glowing feedback and I said, I would love to have that on video 
would you mind videoing that when we got off the call? And she did. And then we posted it on our Instagram and I'll put the link in our show notes. Or you can just go to my Instagram. It's Bella Vasta. Then you can scroll through on my feed and you can see it. But guys, it's important. It's important every time someone says something good about your company to capture it somehow. It's important to ask your people, am I serving you? So in that spirit, I'm going to ask you guys, am I serving you on these podcasts? I've decided to make these podcasts a lot shorter. They're a lot more bite-sized right now. Is that good for you? Do you like that? Do you prefer that over the 30-minute long podcast? I am all about getting quick to the point, no fluff. I don't want to sit here with a lab or everything I say, I want it to lead to something to you. I want it to be fruitful and valuable. So my ask to you is shoot me an email, bella at jumpconsulting.net. How do you feel about this podcast? Let me know. That's my only question. How do you feel about the podcast? Email me, bella at jumpconsulting.net. I might just read your comment, good or bad, anonymously or publicly, if you want your name on it, one of the episodes. But I want you guys to really consider this. Is your own ego holding you back from getting feedback? Is your own good girl syndrome preventing you from opening yourself up and being a little bit vulnerable or realizing that it's actually not you, it's your business? There's some food for thought for you. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you continue to uh, like and subscribe and share. Leave your comments. Email me if you want a 20-minute call. Go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash 20. If you're finally ready to take the jump and join us in the mastermind, head on over to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. You can jump right on in there. And just remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.